By seasoned professionals, you mean that we eat a lot of curry. (laughs) Seasoned, I I I feel like. Yes. (laughs) I mean, how many hours until you're like the Masters? Is it 10,000 hours? 10,000. Yeah, the Malcolm Gladwell thing. I mean, if you say our average show is an hour, we would need to do (laughs) 10,000. Little boy. Yeah. We're not professional. We're not good at anything. I'm not. Anyway, hi, Dan. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 5x5 five five at the Movies. I don't know what episode number. Th- 243. There we go. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, there's nothing to report yet. No new uh, dollar Patreons. Word. But we still appreciate last week's. That 37 cents this month's really going to come in handy. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> AC energy prices. Ugh, yeah. So fucking uh, we're, hot. We're finally... Uh... Maybe out of the triple digits. I see. I, I think that it's like a false fall of 95 degrees that it's <laughs> yeah. coming back. Yep. So that's exciting. But Dan, uh-huh. if you guess. Oh boy. The five oh, movies. I in was the t- real unsure this week. Listen, if you guess all five, I will take you out in Austin to the restaurant of oh, your choice. Fuck. Up to and including Fogo de Chao. I was going to say including Fogo de Chao. But you got to right. get all five top oh, five fuck. movies of this past weekend's box office. Do they have to be in the order? You know what? They don't. Oh, they don't. Yeah. Okay. But you got to get all I five. might be able to do this. Maybe. All right. <clears throat> I've got... Uh-huh. My guess is Barbie has been dethroned. Equalizer 3 is in the top five at number two. Okay. That's then I had million. Barbie at number two. Barbie's number five. Whoa. With 5.7. Oh, I think I might be fucked here. You are. Um, uh, <laughs> so, so f- hold on. You have number two, the Equalizer uh-huh. 3, 12 million. Number five is Barbie with 5.7. The Nun 2 is number one with 32.6. Oh, okay. Survey I says. I should have flipped that in the equalizer. Okay. So you're missing three and four. Uh, Gran Turismo? Incorrect. Oh, uh, that dropped off real quick, didn't yep. it? <laughs> Fuck. And then my other one was going to be uh, Blue Beetle. I don't know if Incorrect. that's... Incorrect. Oh, there was another new one, wasn't there? There's two new ones. Oh, Jesus. Including any, any clues? Oh, was it the non equalizer? The non equalizer was... are one and two. Barbie's five, number three and four. Any guesses? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was an impossible test. I got nothing. I could have offered you my retirement account. <laughs> my big fat Greek wedding three. Oh, fuck. 10 million. And a movie that I did not even know about called Jawan. Okay. In fourth with 6.1 million. Is that a Joanna man? It's not. That was my first thought. Get fucked. That was my first thought. Joanne, a man. No, it's just a thriller. Uh, here's some other interesting box office news. Barbie is now the 12th highest grossing movie of all time domestically. Recently surpassing which Star Wars movie? Oh man! You want a hint? This could be uh, with or without inflation. I'm guessing it's one of the original trilogy, maybe no? sequel trilogy. Okay. Uh, well, then I probably know because I just uh, we'll find out in Dan news. Uh, I went over a lot of numbers recently. That's okay. uh, Rise of Skywalker. Incorrect. What? It surpassed Last Jedi. How did? Oh, it probably had already passed Rise of Skywalker. Maybe. Maybe it, okay, but that wasn't this oh, week's man. news. Word, did it did it surpass Rise of Skywalker? I think uh, Rise of Skywalker made the oh. least, or it was the furthest down uh, that year's. Gotcha, which is crazy because the Last yeah. Jedi is so fucking bad. It's such a bad <laughs> movie. I, it's gotta, a bad. Remember, movie. Uh, half of fans liked it a lot. <laughs> That's the litmus. I mean, apparently, it still made more money in the next one. So, like, if I, I would, I would guess that you could go on the internet and say any ex Star Wars character is a piece of shit, and half the people will agree with you, and half the people will deny because that's just the way Star Wars fans are. Correct. If I said Yoda's a piece of shit, half the people are going to agree, half are going to deny. The answer, of course, is yes. Yoda's a piece of shit. <laughs> He, I would say the downfall of the Jedi is 100% Yoda's fault, but we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> he was uh, around for the last 900 years of it. Right? Okay. 
Barbie will likely surpass what domestic um, box office film? Oh, for the 11 slot? That is an MCU movie. Oh, 11 slot MCU movie. Captain America Civil War? Much more important. Oh, uh, the OG Avengers? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, that was the wrong button. <laughs> Seasoned professionals. Yeah, will <laughs> likely top the Avengers and could end up being um, uh, beating Frozen 2's worldwide total, which doesn't sound important, but again, kids movie yeah. made a fuck ton of movie. Yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer has become the third highest grossing movie of the year, surpassing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, mm-hmm. um, with $854 million at the box office, uh, which is surprising considering it's a biopic three hours long with an R rating. <laughs> yep. Really did surpass all expectations. Yeah, as of uh, today, actually, Ooh. is when I copied over some fresh numbers. Uh, it's $892 million Get worldwide. fucked. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Also, I saw Florence Pugh's boobs. Hey, that was cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do some news. Uh, what do we say about making a movie versus making sequels? Or, or rather, what do we say about making a movie and expecting an expanded universe? Yeah, just make a good movie first, sure. and then if it does well, then you can do a sequel. The Crow reboot has experienced <laughs> a complicated production process with oh multiple boy. changes in directors, writers, and actors throughout the years. Producer Scott Pressman believes the reboot will be oppressive and has plans to expand it into a shared universe uh-huh. throughout sequels, video games, and animated series. So it seems like a series of writers and directors just wanted to make a movie, and the studio yeah. was like, now it's got to set up a franchise. The reboot stars Bill Skarsgård, which I still think is a bad idea. Uh as Eric Draven slash the Crow and FKA Twigs as his murdered fiance with a release date set for 2024. Uh-huh. All right, here's what I'm going to say gonna, about this. Because I got thoughts. Age out of the role before they make this fucking movie. They, they're going right. to like gambit well, movie, so, this well, movie. So, so here's <laughs> the thing is like he should only do a one off. I love the Crow, but I love the Crow Extend Universe. Um, mm. Uh, the original writer, and I cannot believe I can't remember his fucking name in this moment, but I have his name on about a hundred different crow books. Yeah, yeah the yeah. crow series did not work. Like Eric Draven was not the only crow; he was one yeah, of the yeah, yeah. many. They would go on to a couple uh, issues of a new person story. Word, like yeah, it's be- like stop making Hal Jordan Green Lantern, right? Like, <laughs> but I mean, the whole point of the crow is you bring someone back. He finishes his business. He goes back to the dead. You move on to the next person. Word. He's not even the most important of the crows. Yeah. There are really, I think I've talked about this on the show before. There's a really mm-hmm. good crow story about this girl who was murdered and um, she was pregnant. She was like a, mm. like a sheriff in a border town in the United, like the Southern United States. And she was pregnant and these guys beat her death and she comes back and who she's avenging is her unborn child right. and her crow like visage. I'm, if I'm not, remembering incorrectly she has like a hollow stomach oh, Jesus. because like the because of the autopsy yeah but i'm like and she just goes and fucking and like her crow makeup is really cool because it's just like the outline of a crow and like the wings are the mask on her face word like, they're all different so, so would you say hmm. that you would like them to do a movie that sets up a franchise what i'm saying is that <laughs> this is the one exception to the rule what i'm saying is that if you were gonna set up a franchise and make this rich universe, don't mm. don't reboot the crow that already exists. Mm. Make Eric Draven treat, treat that as if that was the setup to this franchise. Right, like this yeah. has already happened. Okay. And, and, and now people are gonna say, I know there are crow sequels that do this exact thing we're talking about, but yeah. they're not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they also all do their makeup the same way, which is weird. Like it's uh. the person who is the crow doing their makeup word because they want to cover their disgusting rotting face yeah if that makes sense yeah um but like (laughs) do a new thing in a crow universe and allude to the fact that eric draven existed or like someone's like oh something very similar to this happened one time Yeah, yeah, yeah like stop focusing on him but there is a really rich universe it's like saying yeah, if you're rebooting Harry Potter, we know you're going to make a universe. We know you're not going to make one good Harry Potter movie, Word. and you won't here's, make one. Here's now, so Hit I me. think you can still take even the bad movies huh. and still keep them as canon in the new one, so you treat them all as if, as if they'd already happened. Yes, 100%. 
and then you just have one scene where there's like some cops going through a filing cabinet and it's like oh, yeah. the the crow cabinet and then you just file past the names of the oh. people who were it beautiful done done it's they, I were, agree. they were real we don't have to talk about them again right. i don't want to see <laughs> bill skarsgård be eric draven i do want to see bill skarsgård be a other random fucking person yeah that has to i spit on your grave some people <laughs> because he got a fucking raw deal yeah word yeah uh <laughs> anyway that's my rant like don't go no i get you want to do video games you want to do an animated series cool but don't make it as if eric draven is a superhero called the crow yeah do it as if the again like the whole setup to the movie is like sometimes a crow brings people back from the afterlife to settle some fucking business Word. go with what the movie intended stop canonizing this dude that died during the movie Word. i love that fucking movie don't get me wrong i yeah. can recite the whole thing from top to bottom <laughs> but leave it the fuck alone uh, i have a note here that says <laughs> now talk about the importance of nightmare before christmas <laughs> uh, because i got in this i just wanted to bring this to the show because uh i was driving in the car someone the other day and they i said you know nightmare before christmas is a really important movie because it helped a lot of kids have that pg gateway drug into mm. what what goth is yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah, knew yeah. that you know like, there's that joke like oh every fat white girl in america has a jack skellington tattoo and i'm like yep. well <laughs> g- good <laughs> give me more <laughs> of that and then the person i was with made this face like that is not an important movie and i'm like it is and for a hundred different fucking reasons mm-hmm. because i believe without nightmare th- there would wouldn't even be a hot topic or at least the hot topic that we know no like, this was the way that you could bring spooky shit into the house yeah, and your yeah. parents wouldn't be mad because it was yeah, a Disney. Yeah, it's okay because it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm just it's, like, it's, like a, oh. it's a fun claymation musical. Like, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to talk about the importance of that movie. <laughs> and if anyone disagrees with me, like I'm sure have you will, uh, fucking get us because no one talks to us. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. we get their Patreon money. That's nice. <laughs> How funny is someone becoming a patron but not leaving us a review? I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, I want it. Thank you. Yeah. It's just funny to me. Uh, anyway, that's an important movie. I'm going to watch it tonight. Word. All right. Frank Oz, mm. who performed the iconic mm. Muppet, who, right? <laughs> performed iconic Muppet characters such as Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear, mm-hmm. uh, shared why Disney has not asked him to collaborate on any new projects. Oh. He says, I'd love to do Muppets again, but Disney doesn't want me, and Sesame Street hasn't asked me for over 10 years. They don't want me because I won't follow orders and I won't do the kind of Muppets they believe in. The soul's not there. The soul's what makes things grow and be funny. I miss them and love them. And Uh, I started thinking about this a lot. And he's like the antithesis of Mark Hamill. Because Mark Hamill didn't want to do Last Jedi. Yeah. He says, this is a stupid story. But then in interviews, I hear him say, I do not own Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is for everyone. So I'll do this even though I don't believe in it. And like, I love the sentiment, but I'm kind of, I kind of feel the other way. I kind of feel like, no, you are Luke Skywalker and you know this character enough to know what he should be doing. But here's the other part. So that that quote comes up a lot about him talking about, um, the characterization and how he didn't agree with it mm-hmm. in uh, Last Jedi. Right. The part that everybody cuts out is literally the next sentence out of when his mouth. When he says mouth, he liked it. When he says, and then Ryan explained it to me, and uh-huh. of course he's right. He was right. This is this <laughs> was correct. <laughs> this is how the character would be at that time with the things he went through. Okay. Like, he he likes that character. He didn't initially. Right. And then everybody cuts the quote there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I believe in doing that <laughs> yeah. uh, for, to make my point. Yeah. <laughs> now, a little bit of confirmation for Muppets, on that, but yeah. I also think that, uh, and I get what Frank Oz is saying, and I kind of agree with him to a point where it's like he understands Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy to a way that mm-hmm. we wouldn't, nobody outside of Henson would. Yeah. And, well, that, and there's like an underlying sadness to all of them. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, especially Fozzie oh, yeah. is the sad comedian. Uh, yeah. Miss Piggy always has, like, you know, she's the extrovert, but she's always, you know, basically in the back of her mind, she's like, oh, I'm, I am I'm a pig. I'm a fucking pig. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and I'm sure that the scripts they're pumping out now are just, like, 
God, these are, you're just making contact. You're just trying to make shit for screen for uh, streaming. Yeah. No, and it's you, just like the you know the thing that all of the basically every foreigner <laughs> says about Americans is like this this weird gross forced happiness right. that we have as a society where it's just mm-hmm. like smiles all the time customer service hey how you doing right. <laughs> it's like, what, uh? it's like no, no 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 it's okay to be sad it's okay to be medium <laughs> and now I'm happy that he's in a position where he can be like you know what I don't need it so I'm not gonna do it yeah. But like, I do like the idea of, like, I'm not reading this. This is stupid. Like, and then there's the other side where it's like, you're paid to do a fucking job, dance monkey. Yeah. Um, but if I'm an executive and I have Frank Oz here and Frank Oz is like, yes, I'll be your Miss Piggy. Yeah. Here's what Miss Piggy needs. I'd be like, okay, cool. That's what Miss Piggy needs because you're Frank Oz. Yeah. As opposed to the Zaslavs of the world that's like, crank this shit out as fast as you fucking can. Yeah. We need to make $2 billion by tomorrow. Right. I wish they would have let Mark Hamill pick what Luke Skywalker was going to be and do. Mm. That's I would like to see that much more Word. than that shit movie we got the last. <laughs> Honestly, just fucking give Dave Filoni everything. Give him everything. <laughs> I agree with we that. We were just talking. You haven't seen the uh, the new Ahsoka episode, but who boy? <laughs> right. Just give Dave Filoni everything. Which is funny, I just saw someone post online, like, can we all now agree to stop letting Dave Filoni do live action? <laughs> no, he no. keeps getting better at it. But this is one of those, you know, <laughs> yeah, stupid fat nerds with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> just wants to shit on everything. Um, all right, moving on. Filming on Beetlejuice 2 has had been halted when the SAG act after voted to go on strike, yep. leaving them excruciating close to finishing. Mm. Uh, quote the director, I feel grateful we got what we want. Literally, it was a day and a half, he meaning shy, oh. of finishing. What we kn- Now we know what we have to do. It's blank percent done. And what was the percent, Dan? What, what they should pay people? No, no. He said <laughs> this movie... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he said this movie is blank percent done. What did he say? 99. He said 99%. That's right. 99% done. Uh, which is very, yeah. yeah. We could have been getting Beetlejuice right now. Yeah. Y'all couldn't have waited. <laughs> Just kidding. Support you. Uh, <laughs> this pissed me off. Uh, the upcoming sci-fi film, The Creator, utilizes AI robots as part of the, of the unique advertising strategy at an NFL game. Okay, so you don't remember when Smile came out yeah. and they had all those people at the baseball game yeah, just smiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they, at an NFL game, had a bunch of people with... I don't know if you've, you've seen this commercial. It's on no. fucking everything I watch <laughs> I right so now. so many ad blockers. It's, it's nice. <laughs> it's like, they look like people, but they have like holes in the back of their head. They, uh, it's oh, okay, but they can't recreate that in costume, so they had to fill in the holes. And then they had a bunch of people just like acting robotic in an NFL <laughs> game in the front row, and this is their viral <laughs> marketing. And I'm like, some asshole saw this smile thing, which again was okay, not yeah. the greatest marketing. It's a little insane. I said, oh, we just got to put people at professional <laughs> sports games now, and that's going to be our marketing for. And it just looks awful, and it's tacky, and it's shitty. Word. And I hate you. Everyone in advertising, <laughs> except for people at Map 360. Thank you so much. Um, Quentin Tarantino's final movie, mm-hmm. uh, the, <laughs> the movie critic, definitely, totally his final movie. <laughs> I've got some folding money to bet on that. <laughs> yeah. The dog is trying to fuck with your mic. That's pretty funny. Thanks, bud. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's final movie, The Movie Critic, which I think is funny to be called that, uh, will be filmed in California where he began his career and praises the crews and locations. That's where he did Reservoir Dogs. While Tarantino plans to retire after this movie, there are discussions about his future with actors expressing hopes to work with him. Tarantino's future beyond the movie, the the movie critic, remains a mystery, but he has shown interest in writing novels and developing TV shows. I was going to say, is he just going to move to TV? Because they're um, basically just making long movies now. I will bet. <laughs> I will bet anyone a thousand dollars. The movie critic is not his last movie. Yeah. He is going to do it. Say he's retired. It, it may wait take a couple 10 years. years to pay off, but he's making another goddamn movie. Yeah. Unless he dies in the right. next 10 years. I agree. If he's yeah. alive, he'll Scorsese the shit out of this. Yeah. And like, he's going to retire from from uh, making movies the same way that Ryan Reynolds is going to take a break from acting. <laughs> yeah. By that, I mean none at all. <laughs> Dumb. He's going to be the Tom Brady of filmmaking. 
Sports yeah. reference. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot to play the clip. The whole point of bringing up the uh, creator <laughs> thing. Anyway, listen to this. To infinity and beyond. Oh no! Uh, uh, fuck this whole thing up. Consummate <laughs> professionals. That's the next thing I was gonna say. Okay. Seasoned professionals. Seasoned professionals. <laughs> I didn't mean to play that clip yet. Hold on. Okay. Spoilers. There's a Buzz Lightyear thing coming. There is. Okay, never mind. I meant to bring up the NFL thing later, so everyone just bear with me. We're going to keep on going with the news. <clears throat> Taylor Swift, the Aris tour. Uh-huh. We talked about the movie last week. Yep. Uh, it's going to release in North America on October 13th. Uh, and make all of the money. And make all the money. But this person that is a empl- uh, theater employee recorded this TikTok, and I'm going to play it for you because it's the funniest thing in the fucking world. <laughs> it's real long, so we're going to get sick of it. I'm going to cut it off halfway through. It's loading now because I don't understand TikTok. <laughs> Professionals. Professionals. Uh, but basically, they're like, this is not a concert you're going to. This is... This is... A- All right, I'm going to play it right now. Hi. I- what the fuck? Getting the errors there we go. Movie. So Consummate I have a PSA for everyone that wants to go. Please, dear God, do not treat this like the stadium tour. Do not treat this like a full-blown concert. You are in a movie theater. I'm going to explain three main reasons why <laughs> acting rowdy is going to be a bad idea. Number one, first of all, movie theater soundproofing only goes so far. It can only cover so much sound. So the people in the theaters next to you are going to hear you. If you're singing too loud, they're going to hear you and they're going to get pissed. Number two, there are some people who, I mean, of course, there's a lot of us who didn't get to go to the tour, who never got a ticket, never got a chance. So a lot of us just want to go so that we can see the tour. There's also going to be people there who got a ticket, but their show was too loud and they couldn't really hear Taylor. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to sit down and enjoy the show. There's nothing wrong with getting up, singing, dancing, whatever. I mean, it's a sing-along. It's expected. But the main thing is I just really want people to read the room when they're there to watch it. If people are mostly sitting down and being quiet, sit down and be quiet. <laughs> Don't fuck up other people's experiences just because you want yours to be different. And number three, all of this culminates into one thing if you piss off the theater next to you if you piss off the people sitting next to you we as the movie theater employees are mm-hmm. going to be the ones that have to handle the complaints yeah we mm-hmm. are going to be the ones that have to get yelled at we mm-hmm. are the ones that have to clean up your mess just please follow and respect the rules of the movie theater because this isn't a concert this is a concert film isn't that fucking yeah. great? Fuck, I need that guy to introduce some shows of mine. <laughs> right. I love that. There there are always people at like, all right, so the venue I work at's like eh, 300 cap. Sure. Standing, you know, yeah. to 200 seated. Right. Um, there are plenty of music shows that we do. Uh, it's, it's a very like intimate kind of setup uh, where even in a 300, you know, packed crowd, everybody's like 20 feet from the front of the stage. Right. So it feels way more intimate than you it's would a, think. It's wider than it is longer. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of times where there's a lot of people there and everybody's like dead silent, just listening to the artist. Uh-huh. And there's almost always one fucking drunk couple right. in the room, kind of off to the side, just right. having a conversation with each other real oh. loud. Like you would at, you know, at a different show right. that people are just having talk, you know, talking, there's background music, whatever, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, a louder band, whatever. Uh, that's perfectly normal behavior sometimes. <laughs> and right. it's like, read the fucking room, guys. If you want to oh, go talk, that. go to the bar, go out to the front patio, go out to the back patio. Like there are places to go talk. You are the only ones in this room talking. <laughs> 100%. There are 200 other people trying to enjoy the thing that's happening. See, I'm at the point in my career with I'm um, putting that show at that venue. I'm saying something now. Yeah. I'm like, hey, there's, so uh, <laughs> me and a uh, former co-host of the show, Mason, <laughs> now we do our comedy uh, adult game show Yep. once a month. And the last one we did on Labor Day, there was this, again, like mm. everyone's paying attention <laughs> to the show. This one girl with her back turned to us and just screaming a conversation. <laughs> 
And boy, did we just stop the show and stare at her. And everyone just, la- like, the longer it goes, the more people are laughing. And then she finally turns around. I just look her dead in the eye and said, shut your fucking mouth. And boy, did the place fucking go up. Boy, did it go up. Yep. You will respect someone with a microphone. Oh, the the amount of cheering that happens after somebody gets kicked out of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you ever have been kicked out of a thing. And, and I have. And, and you think, oh, man, the worst thing would possibly be is that everybody else in there are glad that we're gone and are celebrating us leaving. Uh-huh. That absolutely happens. Yeah. <laughs> the only Co- thing. I- comedy shows. Diff- mm-hmm. Yeah. All the different kinds of shit. Somebody's being an asshole and they get kicked out. It's Everybody's the best. like, fucking thank yeah. you. Finally. <laughs> It's like, wow, those videos of someone getting thrown off a plane and everyone starts clapping. <laughs> yep. The only thing I've been kicked out of, like really kicked out of, was Coyote <laughs> Ugly in Austin. Weird. <laughs> and a, <clears throat> and a stripper friend named Cupcake. And I say, I, this is like a right before I moved. Yep. Yeah. So Cupcake hops on the bar and starts dancing. <laughs> and I start throwing singles <laughs> at her. Again, my friend. Yeah. Stripper. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit. <laughs> and I felt this meaty hand clamp on my shoulder <laughs> And someone go, absolutely the fuck not. You're out of here, buddy. And pulled me out. I'm like, no, no, no. That's my friend. That's I'm not being gross. It's a bit. And the guy's like, we do not throw money. And it's something to do with Texas law. Uh, about if someone gets in a bar and you throw money, it's a strip club or a go-go club. Uh, okay. That's, so you that's cannot, a, hey, we can, we can right. get in a lot of trouble for You can only put this. tip money in the... The tip jars for, for, for bartenders. bartenders. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, at no point was there a sign that says don't throw dollar bills. Yeah. But again, was yeah. it a gross joke? Yes. Should I have done it? Probably not. But he didn't have to clamp his meaty fucking mitt on me and at 300 pounds, lift me up over his head like a sack of potatoes and twirl me like a wrestler and throw me out in the street. Yeah. I respect it. All right. Here's what we're going to We're going to go to why the fuck did we need this before Dan News? Because I fucked up the story and I have to talk about it. Ooh. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? All right, this, uh, this story was sent in to us by Christian Bale. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck uh, you! Christian's a, big, Fuck you. <laughs> Christian's a big fan of American football, and so I meant to do this after I talked about the, the creator thing. <laughs> so here's what it is. ESPN uh, has announced an upcoming live football game between the Falcons and the Jaguars that will be animated like Toy Story in real time. <laughs> okay. So... You know how ESPN and Disney Plus are connected. Yeah. So now you'll be able to watch the the game one of two ways, either as a regular ass football game or uh, as a okay. game that's animated. I was gonna say there's gonna be a lot of pissed off football fans if right. you can't just watch it regular. Here we go. To infinity and beyond. The first Toy Story Fun Day football is coming to Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. It's the NFL like you've never seen it before. Coming in week four. And the Falcons and Jaguars matchup live from London will also be in Andy's room as both teams transform into the world of Pixar's Toy Story. Oh, it's a very real game, but Toy Story theme. Every run, pass, and score live and unpredictable. Plus, a special halftime show featuring Duke Kaboom performing an incredible <laughs> motorcycle jump. Buzz, Woody, and all their friends at Disney, Pixar, ESPN, and the NFL invite you to watch Toy Story Fun Day Football between the Falcons and Jaguars Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. All right. There's so much to unpack here. One, (laughs) I know the the Falcons are from Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know what city the Jaguars are from, but I'm guessing it's not fucking London. Yeah. What? Um... Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no. It's at 9.30 big, big football fans here. in the morning, which is, you know, fucking early. I don't fucking get that. Yeah. Uh, and the, so you can't, obviously it's Jacksonville. A okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, so all the players look like little foosball players. Like they don't have their faces. <laughs> they just have their jerseys that, on. That must be like the one stadium where the like tracking technology is built into the stadium. Oh, that so makes it's sense. like a special fo- game. Yeah, games, yeah, yeah. Regular football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, isn't that fucking weird? That's cool. That 
would maybe be a football game I might enjoy watching. See, I, <laughs> I guess for for you know ten minutes. I'm torn. <laughs> That's why it's in. Why do we we need this? Because I'm like, okay, but they all look exactly the same because they're just little foosball characters. And then the, like they're in Andy's room playing on a football mat, and yeah. then all the Toy Story people are around. But I'm like, one, let Toy Story die. One, it's not even that good a movie. It's time to let it go. I know. One, <laughs> let it fucking die. Two, I'm like, I guess this is their way to get young people to like football. And why are all these Maybe. advertising <laughs> things happening with football? I don't fucking get it. I mean, it, American football is the number one sports moneymaker <sighs> in in the U.S. So <sighs> that makes more sense than baseball, actually, to me. I mean, I mean that, like that or NASCAR, I think. But I think NASCAR has been waning lately. Yeah, if you're going to do something, make it NASCAR, but make it Lightning McQueen. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, make it the Cars Cars. Oh, I would totally watch that, too. Ugh. If there's uh, one thing I hate worse than Toy Story, it's Cars. <laughs> yep. No, it's it's got to be, like, a combination of we own, like, Disney now owns uh, sports broadcasting. Right the avatar technology to do right. to do real time you know cg character replacement sure um and uh disney plus all of the pixar stuff so it's just like plug right. it all in together and this was a board synergy out of hand <laughs> yeah synergy and paradigms were uh tossed around a lot in this meeting if we get if we get enough in the box it'll eventually be out of the box <laughs> in the toy box oh <laughs> hold on <laughs> oh thank you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. Anyway, I don't think we need it. <laughs> I'll check it out for 10 minutes. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, if I had a nickel. Yeah. It was eight minutes for cuddling. Uh oh, it's time for Jane News. You know it now. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Proud of that uh, one. Hey, so uh, do you remember how a couple of months ago. Probably. Uh, Warner Brother Discovery CFO was bragging about how they had saved more than a hundred million dollars last quarter because of the strikes. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! And, Vaguely. And, and we were like, "Yeah, uh, your house is a lot cheaper if you stop paying your mortgage." Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, here's this week's combined strike update and headlines that exemplify the problem. <laughs> This week's strike headlines and combined and things that <laughs> exemplify the problem. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery takes one quarter loss larger than entire industry cost of WGA proposal. <laughs> uh, for this last quarter alone... Uh, Water Brothers Discovery uh, revealed an estimated loss between three hundred and five hundred million dollars. Fuck, <laughs> and that's according to their own SEC filings. Fuck. That's, that's not them just talking shit. <laughs> Fuck, that's on actual government documents. <laughs> I'm glad I don't own stock in that. Right, uh, the total cost for the entire industry for everything the WGA has been asking for uh, would be about three hundred and thirty million dollars per year. Sure, not per quarter. Right. <laughs> so in the so quarter they lost the whole. They thing. lost more than one year for the entire industry by one company lost that idiots. much money. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Warner Brothers Discovery, um, it would have cost them around $45 million uh, to give the WGA everything they wanted, uh, uh-huh. which, again, uh, is about 0.1% of their normal annual revenue. Wow. It's going to be a little higher percentage this time because they're losing so much goddamn money. <laughs> I know. But of their normal money that they take in. At least they're sticking it to those lazy writers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who want a job. And Fuck to you. To be paid for their job. Fuck you. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> Your house burned down. Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> Your mom got sick. Fuck you. Pay me. Yep. Uh, and speaking of uh, writers doing things. 
we're speaking about writers doing things. Oh, that was the wrong button. Oh, I'm off my game today. Oof. The top three movies of the year uh-huh. are not sequels. What? For the first time in more than 20 years. Were they written by AI? Uh, maybe. Uh, (laughs) so the top three movies for the year right now are barbie the super mario brothers movie and oppenheimer crazy fucking Um, crazy with oppenheimer like you just said this week pushing guardians of the galaxy volume three out of the number three spot uh makes it the first time in 20 years wow uh actually more than 20 years because that year was 2001 how about uh let's let's flip, years. flip the game on you. Can you think of oh. what the uh what the three movies were in, in 2001? The Matrix? Nope. Oh fuck. Um 2001. 2001. Uh is one a non-sequels. Was is one a Lord of the Rings film? It is. Is Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring? It is. Is that number that, 1? That was number 2. Oh fuck. 2001. Oh, I like these games. Um, the other one is also the start of a mega franchise. Okay, is it Iron Man? It is not. That was 2008. Oh, fuck. Is it Spider-Man? Nope. Is it X-Man? Nope. All right, what is it? Like books. <laughs> oh, is it Harry Potter? Uh-huh, and the Sorcerer's oh, or Stone. Stone or Philosopher's okay. Stone, depending on where you're from. Okay. And the, the third one, Give Pixar. A... Oh, is it Toy Story? Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc., okay. So that was the last year. Toy Story is 1995, isn't it? Uh, 94, 95, something okay. like that, yeah. Uh, so since then, it got me. I was just like, "Wait, so what? What are all the other years? Was there like right. one? Sure. Was it one or two? Um, since then, so 2002, number one movie, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers, of course. In 03, number one, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, and number three, Matrix Reloaded. No, oh, okay, there you go. Uh, 04, Shrek 2, nice. Spider-Man 2, yeah, and Harry Potter: Prisoner of Azkaban. Love it. <laughs> uh, 05. Number one slot, Goblet of Fire. Right. Uh, number two slot, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 06, we have Pirates, uh, Dead Man's Chest. And at n- in number three, uh, Ice Age, The Meltdown. Oh, kids and movies. Uh-huh. 07, Pirates at World's End. Number two, Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix. Number three, Spider-Man 3. So all three sequels. Uh, 08, we have The Dark Knight. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. (laughs) Get wrecked. Uh, Number nine, the number one movie was not. uh, This is so there's in the entire list of the 20 years in between. There are only two years where the number one slot wasn't a sequel. Can you guess what the number one movie was for 2009 that was not a sequel? 2009. And it's not Iron Man. Not a sequel. <laughs> not Iron Man. That was the year before. Not a, give me a hint. Um, not an easy one. A. It's been a long time, but they finally just came out with a sequel. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck! All right, I don't know. Get and up. there are many more on the way. Two thousand nine's number one movie made all of the money in the world. Oh, Avatar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, number two was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And number three was Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Oh. Boy, those movies made a lot more money than they I remember sure them did. making. It's <laughs> because of the squirrel. Yep. 2010, number one, Toy Story 3. Uh-huh. Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1 uh, came in number three. Uh, 2011, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Uh, the number two movie was Transformers Dark of the Moon. Boo. Number three movie was Pirates on Stranger Tides. That's crazy. <laughs> 2012 was the other eh, technically technically not a sequel but huh. is i guess Part you, of the you MCA? could say yeah thor that's the first avengers first avengers which i think i think i would call i would qualify as a sequel i 100% would yeah. qualify as a sequel uh number 2 is skyfall sequel At number the 3 skyfall, the dark knight rises when um, it crumbles 2013 is the actual other non-sequel uh was frozen 
Oh, okay, yeah. Was the number one movie. Then Iron Man 3 was number two, and right. Despicable Me 2 was number three that year. God, those movies are popular. Yup. Uh, 2014, Transformers Age of Extinction was number How one. How do these make all the money? How is any Transformers movie a number one of a year? They all make so much fucking money. I hate it. Um, Number two that year was The Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies. That's ridiculous. And number three, again, I think technically a sequel because it's part of the MCU's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Got it. Technically, you could say it doesn't really cross over. It's kind of standalone for the most part. I would count that one as a standalone the same way I would count like Thor as a standalone from yeah, Iron Man. Before they sort of worked their way into the yeah. storyline of the greater MCU. Um. So I think with technicality, not a sequel. Uh, 20- because I count uh, incredible or the Hulk movie, the Incredible Hulk movie, as a standalone. Yeah. Even though it is, to, I mean, literally yeah, Iron it Man's is. in it. Yeah. But right. I count a sequel, especially because it's not even Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, then we have bu- 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 2015 Star Wars: The Force Awakens. This list spans the prequels and the sequels. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> because we had Revenge of the Sith was a <laughs> right <laughs> was real was earlier on the same list. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Force Awakens was number one. Jurassic World was number two, and Furious Seven was number three that year. Oh, all right. Twenty sixteen, uh, Captain America: Civil War was number one. Uh, number two was Rogue One again. Eh, eh sequel. But prequel? also a standalone, sort of. I mean, it's <laughs> that is a pre- sequel prequel. and a prequel. Yeah, at the same time. And then number three that year was Finding Dory sequel. Uh, 2017, number one was The Last Jedi. And number three was The Fate of the Furious. Uh, 2018, uh, Infinity War was number one. Black Panther, number two. Nice. Same idea as the Guardians thing. I can't believe we got that in the same year. Yep. Uh, number three was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Again, fucking Gross. Jurassic World movies making money. I don't fucking believe it. Those movies are terrible. Yep. Uh, 2019, number one, Avengers Endgame, and number three, Frozen 2. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker came out that year. Oh, bummer. It was number seven on the list. Woof. Yeah. It was number three domestic in the U.S. Be but with not me. They're worldwide. not with me. And then, even with a global pandemic... Okay. Where not really any U.S. movies really came out. Jurassic World. Nope. In 2020, the number one global movie was a Japanese anime called Demon Slayer Infinity oh, Train, right, 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 right. which was a direct sequel to the first season of That's the Demon funny. Slayer TV show. That's funny. Uh, all top, all the top three movies that year were all foreign films. And even if you don't count that and the number one movie d- being a technical sequel to a uh-huh. TV show, um, the number four movie that year was Bad Boys for Life, which okay. is a sequel. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life. Uh, 2021, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, and the number two and three movies were uh, Chinese non-sequels. Right. Um, but so we're still in sort of, we're in pandemic times. So I went a little further on the list this year. Number four was No Time to Die sequel. Number sure. five was F9 sequel. Right. <laughs> number six was Detective Chinatown 3, which is a Chinese movie, which was also a sequel. It'd be funnier <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven was Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And number eight Ugh. was Godzilla vs. Kong. That's funny. <laughs> Just sequel, 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 that sequel, sequel. That is funny. Uh, and then we finally end up with last year, number one movie last year, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Of course. And yes, this list spans both avatars that were famously very far apart from each That's other. That's really funny. Uh, number two was Top Gun Maverick, uh-huh. and number three was Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> God damn, that's too much. <laughs> Them's all the sequels that happened in the I last hope that 22 this year, years that were the top three in the box office I hope this worldwide. this year makes a turn for the industry. <laughs> yes. Because that's absurd. That is absurd. Uh, so far right now, the the even just the top ten is so Barbie, Super, uh, Super Mario, Oppenheimer, and then... Fucking a bunch of sequels. Uh, Guardians 3, Fast 10, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. There's a a Chinese movie that translates to uh, Full River Red that is a non-sequel, actual original story. 
Uh, and then there's another Chinese movie that is a sequel. It's The Wandering Earth 2. Uh, number nine is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And Woof. then number 10, The Little Mermaid, which is just a remake. Not sure. a sequel, but a remake. Sure. <laughs> Good Lord. Yep. There's a reason why people keep making sequels. Because they make all of the money. <laughs> It's time to lighten that mood before we go. Blood and Honey 2. Yes. A you sequel were... we are looking forward to. Okay. I, did... <laughs> I didn't even ask you if you were done. I just wanted to say Blood and Honey 2. It went into... Are you done with Danny's? Yep. Okay. Uh, you're going to talk about this one. Blood and Honey 2. Oh, I didn't copy it. I, I sent it over to you for... Uh... Oh, I just want to talk about the fact that it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I went back to our episode when we first announced Blood and Honey. And I said, and I quote... This movie will never see the light of day. (laughs) I said, there's no way Disney is going to let this happen. Then we found out that the trademark expired on Winnie the Pooh. Yep. And now it's happening. And it got so much social media attention. Public domain. Did good enough (laughs) that there's now a two and it will be starring Tigger. Mm -hmm. And Tigger looks awful. Oh, just, yeah. It looks real bad. <laughs> they're all just masks on a dude. We love these movies without having watched them. Mm-hmm. I probably never will. Nope. <laughs> but holy shit. This is the shared universe <laughs> I want to do. And here's an example how to do it. You make one movie. Uh-huh. You make it really uh, good. <laughs> At least exciting enough. Fun. And now you got to spin. Yeah. 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 I want killer everything Domain. <laughs> whatever that goes public domain just right. make the i want the killer robin schlock, hood schlock slasher version of killer that. sherlock holmes <laughs> yeah. and just a shared universe that's what oh I want. my god the public domain multiverse <laughs> now we're fucking talking but it's all completely it's all horror <laughs> it's all horror from these creators yes and then deadpool has to kill them all <laughs> He's not public domain. He can't. <laughs> there's a Deadpool kills the universe. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a, a trilogy. They call it the Deadpool Killogy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first one is Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Uh huh. The second one is Deadpool kills um like uh every other piece of fiction, right? Including a lot of yeah. public domain stuff oh, because like that. that's what they can use in Marvel comics. Sure. <laughs> so it's him going around killing a bunch of public domain. Sure. And then yeah, third one is him killing himself. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Deadpool kills Deadpool. Yeah, I want a real end game kind of on your left <laughs> moment, but it's just every public domain <laughs> thing, and they all just fucking slot. It's like the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny for public. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see if I can pull that up. That's a good way to go out. <laughs> be amazing. When that came out, like early internet, I thought that was the pinnacle. I'm like, this is what the internet is for. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, what i thought we were gonna experience the rest of our lives <laughs> all right all right anything else uh i think that's it Go oh watch I, Ahsoka. I, I did hear oh. that um they were trying to get the uh the actress who played um x uh x23 uh-huh in logan uh-huh. back for uh deadpool 3 oh but that, the they they were in negotiations for uh-huh. the return and then that's when the actor strike happened oh Bummer. Um, yeah. I saw that the uh, the creators of the movie... Who's the director of the Deadpool movies? Um, we kept changing. It was Tim Miller was the first one. Um, the, who's it? Uh, I forget who did the second one. Uh, Sean Levy is doing the gotcha. uh, the third one. So he was talking about... Uh, cause someone was asking about casting rumors. He said, I'll be honest with you. Half of the, what you heard is true and half of it's bullshit. <laughs> nice. So I like that. Yeah. I would be happy to see her again. Yeah. In a funny capacity. Or like a grown up. Yeah. Like, you know, Wolverine costume X23. Oh, I love that. That'd be pretty tight. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much to everyone who uh, listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next episode, I will not have come from four hours of getting a tattoo. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be better. (laughs) It just might be a little better. Or maybe not as burst. Uh, shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. <laughs> Dan Benjamin. Dan Benjamin. Dan Benjamin. 
<laughs> That's our new game. Uh, the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with our five by with the five. <laughs> Roll fucking credits. <laughs> I'm bad at this. <laughs> Absolute fucking bullshit. Polymailers isn't professionals. Speaking of. <laughs> Old Godzilla was hopping around Tokyo City like a big playground when suddenly Batman burst from the shade and hit Godzilla with a bad grenade. Godzilla got pissed and began to attack, but didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq, who proceeded to open up a can of Shaq through when Aaron Carter came out of the blue. What a time capsule. Key change. Godzilla took a bite out of Optimus Prime, like Scruff McGruff took a bite out of crime, and then Shaq came back covered in a tire track. But Jackie Chan jumped out and landed on his back. And Batman was injured and trying to get steady when Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete, but suddenly something caught his leg and he tripped in. Indiana Jones took a note with his whip, then he saw Godzilla sneaking up from behind, then he reached for his gun, which he just couldn't find, cause Batman stole it and he shot and he missed. Chain deflected it with his fist Then he jumped in the air and he did a somersault While Abraham Lincoln tried to pull vault Onto Optimus Prime but they collided in the air Then they both got hit by a Care Bear stare This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Angels sang out From the heavens descended Chuck Norris, who delivered a kick. Remember when those jokes were important? <laughs> into the crotch of Indiana Jones, who fell over on the ground, writhing in pain, as Batman changed back into Bruce Wayne. But Chuck saw through his clever disguise, and he crushed Batman's head in between his thighs. Then Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White and Monty Python and the Holy Grail's Black Knight and Benito Mussolini and the Blue Meanie and Cowboy Curtis and John B. the Genie Robocop, the Terminator, Captain Kirk and Darth Vader, No Pants, Superman, every single Power Ranger, Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan, Spock, the Rock, Dark, Ark and Hulk Hogan all came out of nowhere lightning fast and they kicked Chuck Norris in his cowboy ass. It was the bloodiest battle that the world ever saw with civilians looking on a total loss. For a century, many lives were claimed, but eventually the champion stood. The rest saw the better. Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. This is the ultimate showdown. Alright, that's enough of that.